She'll be coming through the mountain when she comes. Via Paxion's Pass, that is. What new excitement awaits our heroes on this next leg of their quest? Will they meet the dreaded Vitklo? Obviously. But can our dungeon master keep the tension for an encounter we all know is inevitable? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia, Marguerite, Sinclair. And I am Austin, your resident dungeon master. If you like what you hear in the next hour or so, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. It's a really great way for us to get higher in the charts and reach more people like you with our story. I want to roll a dice. I know. I feel I am ready to um, do more than just history checks. I didn't roll anything. Yo, that would be not as fun. You did really good story time, though. Story time with Austin. I never want this podcast to be story time with Austin. But it was. It was. But it was good story. Like it. It still felt like a game. Like I still felt like I didn't feel railroaded or anything. I still felt like you know Octavia could say whatever Octavia wanted and you can choose to do whatever you want just be like I'm just gonna go back to Lake Ansel you can go I for could. it that's fine there yeah. is an army possibly moving towards it that is or true. was as of a few days ago that's so. true it's a, a valid choice it is that's true but I don't think Octavia would do that as much as she hates her divine call sometimes she's like well I do have a divine call so Ugh, fine, I'll unload the dishwasher, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, so I would like to roll some dice. I will say, uh, while I was writing Moose's eulogy. Oh man, Bun, I cried so much. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I couldn't tell. Okay. Like, I tried to keep it back and not just be like, over here, but that's like... Fool Meese interrupted, but when Octavia was about to go talk to um, Owlbear, like, I was super duper choked up, and I was about oh, to be okay. like, I don't know how much I can actually talk to Owlbear. But, <laughs> so thankfully, Moose, uh, thankfully, <laughs> so thankfully, Fool Meese kind of interrupted and was able to <laughs> let both Octavia and Gwyneth pull themselves together, but uh, tears I, I... were streaming. Loosely modeled it after the structure of Pericles' funeral oration. Well, aren't you so fancy? I know. What's that from? Which is that from? The Iliad? It's from Pericles. Oh. He was a Grecian statesman. Yeah, the entire oration is, like, very long. I didn't want to take up the entire hour just talking about Mm -hmm. Greece, so... (laughs) <laughs> i'm yeah. sure there are other podcasts that are devoted to greece both the A little uh, bit of trivia both for place and entertainment mm-hmm. so a little bit a little bit of behind the scenes trivia for mm-hmm. it well i thought it was very powerful my love thank you thank you thank you thanks pericles but I also do cry at Ford ads sometimes, so the the, the bar of Gwyneth crying is not very high. It's true. 
True, I'm true, overcome true. with emotion a lot. Yeah. I thought it was really cool that they did the whole like meld stone or whatever to put the urn like actually in the mountain. I thought that yeah. was really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I did a fair amount of research into mountainy funeral, funerary mm-hmm. rites or ceremonies or traditions. And honestly, a lot of them are, there's not too much, not a lot of variation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thought it worked really well. So, yeah, that is where we are. Mm. You are heading down the Pass of Pexion. Mm-hmm. Who Carhoon remembered to be an ancient elf of mm-hmm. some note from the first era. And mm-hmm. this is their pass, apparently. And before you headed down... Squirrel, the grot member, warned you about Vitklo. Oh, right. Yes. Who is apparently a cryptid sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. That loosely translates to Red Claw. Red Claw, right. Nature, red in tooth and claw. Would, um, have, has Carhoon ever heard of this, like, cryptid? No, he was not a mountain folk, so okay. I don't think either of you would have had any reason to know about this. So, you are heading through Paxion's mm-hmm. Pass, warned Would- of Vitklo, on your way to potentially try to find the Yapikuinen, who are ice dwarves, mm-hmm. essentially, up in the frozen norths, who may be able to trade with you to get you some cold weather clothing in order for you to survive in the harsh wastelands mm-hmm. of the north, mm-hmm. where apparently the next dragon soul is. So you were about to say something. Uh, would Albert have told us approximately how many days it seemed that we would be in the pass? Uh, probably two. Two, okay. It might be more, but I'm for the sake of the game, it's going to be two. Alrighty. <laughs> because I'm bad at... <laughs> Estimating travel times, and also if you're like, it takes you 20 days to cross these mountains. It's like, that. maybe that's more realistic, sure. <laughs> but it's a lot less fun. Uh, yeah, that's true, that's true. Well, we can so, do a travel montage. It's just going to be like, you get there. You get across. So, uh, you guys are on the cusp of this passageway, heading into the mountains, and you may be looking for things to trade with the Yapikuinen. Right. Uh, I want to keep with the information that Octavia has had so far that being dwarves and kind of keeping with their roots, they um, do a lot of underground construction, which also makes sense with it being so cold above ground um, and being able to regulate temperature more easily underground. Um, Octavia is going to keep an eye out for different types of, like, mushrooms and things like that, which is already her proclivity towards the different types of growing things, because um, if they're wanting to trade, she would love to be able to offer something that they could grow underground, because, I mean, if she gives them, like, I don't know, pine cones, which they could then plant for, like, pine trees, that's not going to be very helpful, because if it's very cold, everything would just die, but she's specifically looking for the certain types of plants that do well with less sunlight... Um, do better underground, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So you're keeping your eye out for mushrooms. Mm-hmm. 
which is kind of actually relaxing to her because it's kind of like it's a it's a bit of a hearkening to her past. So she's like, okay, this is finally something that I'm good at, that I've been good at for years. It's like you know, it's kind of comforting when you're in a new situation to be able to use some of the skills that you know that you're good at. Well, you keep your eye out for mushrooms as mm-hmm. you begin heading down this passage away. So why don't you can just start with a nature check to try to find said mushrooms or oh, something. Right. That is a nine. Ah, uh, you don't find any so far on on your journey. Okay. Uh, as you trek throughout the rest of the day, so the grot probably let you off here around midday. Okay, that was gonna be my follow up. Yep. So you've got about a half a day before nightfall. Okay. You look, you keep your eyes open, but you're just not finding much of anything Okay. in terms of mushrooms out here. Okay. Is there anything else you or Carhoon are doing on this day of trick? I think we're keeping our eyes peeled for this red claw thing. Um... <sighs> It's gotten to the point where Octavia will basically believe that any legend is true because of the crazy things that she's seen and the fact that she has a dragon soul around her waist. Like, you know, all of those stories of when she was a kid is now coming into kind of fruition type of thing. So she's like, I will believe that anything is possible at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. So she's kind of treating this as a real threat and being, trying to be vigilant, but then also, I mean, she's looking for these mushrooms as well. Uh, you guys make your way through this mountain pass. It's windy, it's twisty, it's going left and right, hither and thither, buffeted by the whims of nature. Mm -hmm. It's rocky going, um, you're a little bit high in the mountains, you're not, again, as I said last week, you are not uh, so high that it, it is trouble breathing, mm-hmm. but you're you're a reasonable way up there. You can okay. feel the air is a bit thinner. It's a bit chillier up here, but not so much that you would need to make checks yet. Okay. Is the ground, like, you were mentioning that it was rock or rocky. Are we having to, like, basically climb over boulders? Or is, is, the, is the ground, like, kind of shale-y? Did it seem like this used to be, like, the bed of a river that used to flow through the mountains? Or... What kind possibly of ter- some more yeah, kind possibly. of shaley, but we're not having to like yeah. boulder as much. You're not having to boulder as much. Okay. There's a there's a few boulders here and there, okay. but nothing nothing you can't handle so far. Okay. So the rest of this day passes. You can't find your mushrooms, mm-hmm. and the sun begins to set again. As you've made, you're not entirely sure how much progress, but it gets darker faster because you're basically either side of you is just mountain. Right, yeah. So the sun begins to set, darkness Mm -hmm. begins to fall, and do you guys bed down and camp, or no? Yeah, I mean, we'll see, are there, have there been any caves, or any kind of like, I mean, we're in this pass, is there been any rocks jutting out that form any type of shelter that we could uh, kind of shelter in or under? You can roll a survival check. Alright, um, Octavia will roll a non-natural 20, and Carhoon will roll a natural 19. Oh. 
For a total of 19. So, between the two of you, you can't find the mushrooms, but when darkness begins to set, you both quickly find a nice... It's not like a full cave system, mm-hmm. but definitely sort of a a bit of an out-of-the-way indentation Perfect. into the wall that will keep you out of the pass, out of the elements, and sort of out Perfect. of prying eyes view, good. should there be any. Good, good, good. Um, so you guys head there, make a little camp. Do you start a fire? Yeah, we'll probably start a smallish one because, uh, I mean, we're protected by the outcropping or, or this kind of cave cave opening. Um, but then also we're kind of, I'm imagining, you know, like in between two big skyscrapers, like you can't really see anything left or right because you're just such in this in this kind of almost tunnel type of thing. So they feel that they're relatively protected um, from mm-hmm. light, from people being able to see them if they have a little fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd like something a little warmish to eat to, you know, warm up the rations that they have, maybe even make some tea. I'm sure that Octavia has some uh, tea leaves on her. Um, just trying to make it as comfortable as possible because they know they're going to be very cold very soon, so they're trying to enjoy the warmth. Roll a perception or investigation mm. check, I will say. Okay. Octavia's going to roll a perception check. Ooh, she rolls a natural three for a total of ten. Okay. And Carhoon rolls investigation, and it is... Oh, natural 14 for a total of 17. Okay, as you guys are setting up and getting this fire started and sort of clearing out this little cave and getting your bedrolls laid out, uh, Carhoon calls over and he says, Hey, uh, check check this out. And okay. as you approach and sort of look over, he's pointing to the wall of this cave and there's <gasps> a little sort of engraving it's more of a scrawling oh that's so cool okay it's like it's very very crude like someone just jabbed a a knife and and you know used whatever they had to scrawl into it and it's just a, a weird little inscription that says you're not sure because the handwriting is bad but it either says it hunts or haunts So just those two words. Yes. It hunts or could also be it haunts. Oh my gosh. Can I tell how fresh or, or how recently this inscription was made? Um, you could roll. Uh, I'd probably be investigation. Investigation. Uh, I'll just carry over Carhoon's. Oh, okay. And say that it's not incredibly recent. Okay. It's hard to tell, though. Okay. It's not like it haunts 1994. <laughs> Was here, you know, person. Okay. Are there any other markings that we can see in this cave mouth? Uh, none that you can see. Nope. We don't see any, like, remains in this cave, do we? You do not. And... Is it just like a cave? Is it a cave system? Is there? Is it's it not a cave system. It's just uh, like I would say one sort of cave okay. that's tucked. It's barely even a cave. It's just sort of a uh, been weathered into mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the cliff wall. Okay. 
Can I just do a perception check to see if there's anything else in this little area? Uh, you already did. So uh, okay. No. Oh, right, right. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. That is all you guys find. It so. haunts or it haunts. Okay. And, and you said not, not recent, but like, I mean, does it seem like a kind of centuries type of thing or like a decades type of thing? It's real hard to tell. Oh, okay. Okay. Can't really. Can't really say with certainty. Octavia will turn to Carhoon and be like, I mean, I feel like any any boogeyman of our of our childhood is could very well be existent at this point, so I think we should take um, Squirrel's caution about this what was the creature called again? Vitclo. This Vitclo, we should we should take it very uh, and with this inscription, I feel like we should take it very seriously. Um while we're on our watches tonight. Yeah. I don't know what what that manifests as to be extra vigilant, but I mean, like, I don't know. It seems like it actually might exist if this is, like, third-party evidence that there is something sinister in the in this pass. Well, maybe they heard stories like we did mm-hmm. and... We're just hearing things in the night. Who knows? True. Maybe they had had a, a flask too many. Maybe. I could do with that. <laughs> do they have any sort of, like, mead or anything on them that they can... Uh, do who? Do we? No. Okay. So you guys... Do the night thing. Ex- yeah, so we will... So we will take our rests and we will do our watches like normal, um, setting them up as far as time, but we will be, I don't want to say hypervigilant, but knowing that there could be some weird creature out there. Okay. So are you doing watches? Yes. Who's taken first? Um, it'll, it'll probably be Carhoon because he has to rest less. And so it'll be easier hour-wise to have Octavia sleep first. Okay. So Octavia goes to sleep. Carhoon mm-hmm. stays up to keep watch. Have Carhoon roll a perception check. Okay. Oh my gosh. What's going to happen? Ooh. Three. Okay. Oh, wait. Nope. Five. Oh. Wow. Ooh, that changes that everything. Changes everything. <laughs> Time passes. Eventually, Carhoon shakes you awake uh, to switch watches because mm-hmm. it is your turn. Okay. Octavia and you will, yeah. can roll me a perception check. All right. Okay. Octavia rolls a... Using a different die. Ooh. 22. 22. You're not sure if it's the howling of the wind or the howling of a creature, but you hear maybe something kind of... Ooh, out in the distance. Okay. You're not even sure if you really heard it. Oh, man. Okay. But your watch passes, and morning comes, and the sun rises over this little quasi-valley thing. Okay. What do you do? Um, as Carhoon is is waking up from his his meditation um 
because high elves just have to kind of like meditate, right? They don't really sleep, yeah. sleep. Um, so as he's kind of shaking himself from from his meditative state, Octavia will uh, turn to him and be like, "I don't know if it was a paranoia brought on by Squirrel's warning, but it did seem as though I heard something in the night." What do you think you heard? It seemed like like some sort of animal's call, or a cry, or it could have been the wind, you know, whistling through this pass. Mm. Uh, I don't want to write it off as paranoia, but I also don't want to <laughs> say that it necessarily was something for sure. But just as a heads up, this this place is definitely, I don't know, makes my skin crawl a little bit. Hmm. Well, that's sort of everywhere nowadays. So that's also true. I might as well keep on, keep on going. Sounds good. I'm, I'm ready to head out whenever you are. Yeah, you guys get your stuff all packed up and keep on moving. Alrighty, sounds good. And then during this day, um, Octavia is still going to keep an eye out for mushrooms, and she's going to kind of uh, poke Carhoon in the ribs and be like, "Hey, if you see any like." Or, uh, sorry, she'll be like, <laughs> and she'll poke Carhoon in the ribs and be like, "Hey, if you see any mushrooms or something that grows well underground, we'll we'll see if that would be something good to trade." Okay. So just roll. give me a heads up if you see anything. Well, roll a, a nature check for the first half of the day. For the both of us, or just Octavia? For both of you, I guess. If Carhoon's keeping an eye out. Okay. Um. <laughs> Octavia rolled a five. Right. <laughs> and Carhoon. Oh, 21. After a couple hours of walking, Carhoon stops and he points to a patch on the ground. He's like, uh, what about these? <laughs> What's this? Looks like a mushroom to me. And Octavia will go over and investigate the, the little shrooms further. What kind of mushrooms are you looking for? I'm looking for um, basically anything that's I'm obviously non-poisonous that could be used as um, food, that could be used as a fuel, that could be used as a, um, a potion or spell component. Basically anything that would be useful to a um, clan that's you know so northernly and so cold. You see that you have found that. Yeah, has found that. Awesome. Uh, a small little bundle of okay. them. So Octavia, no, not a ton. Uh, a couple caps. Octavia's gonna take her handy, her trusty little trowel that she's um, that she's always had, and she's going to dig them out, kind of by the roots, so that they you know, stay, you know, kind of like more of a potted plant type of thing, as opposed to like cutting them out. Mm-hmm to see if she can kind of try to transport them still alive to that clan. You you dig them out, wrap them in a little cloth, put them in your bag, oh. and you'll see uh, how well they fare. Perfect. And how much of a price they mm-hmm. would garner. Would garner, okay. We will see. We will see. Oh. Okay, so that takes you through mid-morning. Okay. Getting close to noonish as you are wandering, wandering, wandering about. In front of you, after walking for 
several hours and the sun is beginning to get directly mm-hmm. overhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that the passageway sort of opens up in front of you so it's not quite as narrow. It okay. widens a bit into uh, more of a clearing. How wide does this clearing seem to be? 30 feet. Okay. We will approach cautiously and kind okay. of peer around the um, edges of the passageway before like barreling into into the clearing. You peer around the side of this passageway and you see this clearing is kind of ovaloid or elliptical. Mm-hmm. The ground is generally flat with large cliffs on either side stretching up, up, up. And there are a few uh, rocks and boulders scattered throughout the area. Mm -hmm. Mainly on the right side of this clearing, into the wall, you see a massive set of doors. (gasps) What? Closed doors. What? Inset into the side of this cliff. What? Oh my gosh. What? Okay. Do both of us see those? Mm-hmm. Can uh, yeah, they're not they're not hidden. They're just doors. Do they're like ten feet tall, big oh doors? Oh my gosh! Do they look, you know, like of dwarven construction or? You would have to examine them further. Um, you cannot tell from here from the distance. Okay. Does there? Can I do like a perception check on the va- on this little clearing to see if there's anything like hiding ready to pounce on us? Sure. Okay. Ooh, eleven. Uh, it looks fine to you. Okay. Uh, Octavia will say. I mean, I know it's not our prime objective, but can we look at those doors a little bit more closely? Do you think that's well? We have to pass them to go anyway, so. Might as well. All right. And then they'll cautiously kind of looking around this clearing as they're going by, take a closer look at these doors. They are huge stone doors. Almost look like they're carved into the side of the mountain themselves. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, probably 10 to 12 feet tall. What? Big old rungs sort of. On either side, it's a set of double doors. Okay. Relatively plain, uh, but you do find that there is an inscription in <gasps> big old runes up at the top oh of my it. Gosh. That I don't think you can read. Okay. Can Carhoon read it? Um, Carhoon. Well, you both sort of recognize this as a very early form of elven. Oh! I mean, I do speak elvish, so... Yeah, but this is, like, ancient elvish. It's where the, all all of the S's look like F's, like in the early, the early English where you're trying to decipher that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so have Carhoon roll a history check. Okay. Let's see, okay, so he rolls a... A nine total. A nine. Um, he can't get the full translation, but okay. he does say, 
I recognize one of those words that I've seen before. Whatever is behind these doors, it's related to why this pass is called. And they pass a Paxion because that word right there says Paxion. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. Does it seem like the, the possessive of Paxion? Does it make it seem like this is his resting ground or something? I rolled a nine. I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, this isn't something that Octavia could also roll for, right? I mean, she does also You could. It'll be it. significantly harder. Yeah. She's also super dumb, so. That's true. Yeah, you can give it a try. History. 18? Mm, yeah, you don't get okay. anything more than Carhoon does. Oh, man. Okay. Do you think this is something that we should investigate further, or... I mean, I know we are on a timetable, but... Well, I'm always itching to check out old stuff, especially when it's old elven stuff. That's kind of my deal. It's kind of what got me in trouble in the first place. So in that case, maybe we shouldn't, but uh, (laughs) I'll follow you. I'm really trying to see what it is that Octavia would do. Me as a player obviously wants to go through those doors. Um, or at least try them even. We, we, we don't know that they're unlocked uh, or we, that we can open them even. We're trying to see if that's... I'm really trying to see if that's something that Octavia would do. Well, I mean, if it's something that ancient... And, I mean, if, if Paxion was a first elf, maybe maybe he knows something of that age that could be helpful. So, I mean, there's no harm in at least. And the doors might be locked, so there'd be no harm in just trying the doors, right? Sure. You take one, I take one? Sure. So Octavia will take the door on the right... And Carhoon will take the door on the left, and they'll see if they're locked. Uh, you both grab a rung, and you begin pulling, and they do not swing freely. Okay. Does it seem like they are locked on a, like, mechanical level, or does it seem like they're locked through magic? You are not sure. Okay. Can I, would an arcana check help us with that? It could, yeah. Okay. Can Carhoon and Octavia do Arcana checks for that? Mm-hmm. All right, Carhoon rolls a 18, and Octavia rolls a, ooh, five. Okay, Carhoon examines the door, and yeah, he turns to you and says, yeah, there is a... Something magic afoot. I can't tell if that's the only thing keeping these doors from being opened, but it's definitely part of it. Would detect magic, like the actual spell, help us more in figuring out what the scoop is with this? It would tell you if it is magic, and it would tell you what school of magic, whatever magic there is, belongs to. Okay. Is the, are there any, like, cracks around the door? No. Okay. It's beautifully flush. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's it gonna be? I'm really trying to see if this is something that Octavia would like expend spell resources on to get into, or if after making the attempt to try to get in, it's like, oh, it's locked. There's nothing else we can do. Well, go with your gut. 
I mean, Octavia's always been curious. I, I mean, that's why she was still in the woods when she was supposed to go into Elystria back there at the beginning. And kind of her interactions with Carastus have always made her a big believer in kind of the supernatural and that you, you never really know what's surrounding you and what could be out there type of thing. And so she's always kind of carry that curiosity with her. She wants to try to get in. Okay. How? Hmm. If I had prepped different spells, this would be one thing, but... She is going to cast Erupting Earth right under the doors. Okay. And then she's going to, like, recall it. Basically, so that the earth will erupt under the doors, kind of like crunching the doors up slightly so that they could slip under them. Read me the text of the spell again. All right. Choose a point I can see on the ground within range. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts in a 20-foot cube centered on that point. Each creature in the area must make a deck saving throw and takes damage on a failed save. Give me just a sec. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is this is crazy. Oh my goodness. This is so exciting. Like, uh, they were in, they were under the chapel and seeing other things built by the first elves and then being being here and seeing another thing, like I mean, Octavia's not an anthropologist or a historian or anything, but I mean, even she understands, like, this never happens. You never get to see this. Like, this is such a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and who knows what they might find in here. You cast this spell, and some earth and rock shoot out from the whatever leftover area is in front of the door and potentially behind the door, you can't tell. Mm-hmm. But the door itself is unmoved. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. So it seems as though force is not opening these doors, huh? Karun says, whatever is protecting this door is pretty powerful, apparently. Octavia will walk in front into in front of the doors and she will sit down and she will cross her legs and she will cast detect magic as a ritual it is a the whole door and like most of the surrounding rock area is like glowing with magic as you complete mm-hmm. the ritual it is an abjuration type okay and what falls under that school? Abjuration is usually like protection, okay. shields, locks, things like that. Okay, abjuration, okay. As she's sitting there, she'll say in Elvish, we are friends of the first elves. Nothing happens. Okay. But both of you roll a perception check. Oh my gosh! Oh, this is so exciting! <laughs> Octavia rolls a... Oh my goodness gracious. Eight. And Carhoon rolls a 11. Carhoon's pointy ears perk up. And he turns to you as you're sort of sitting in front of the door. He says, Did you hear that? No. No, what did you hear? 
Maybe you were right on your watch. I don't know if we should stay here. Do you think you heard the the creature that Squirrel was talking about? I'm not sure what I heard, but maybe. Do you have any inclination as to how we could go through these doors? Magic's stronger than you or I possess right now. Or if there's some sort of key or password or puzzle or riddle or something we'd need to solve. But regardless, I don't know if we have time for that right now. Mm. And uh, the runes above the door don't mean anything to you besides indicating Paxion's name? If I had time and my reference books, maybe I could make something of it, but just here, no. Okay. I I I I don't want to die here. We've I do not either. There's but stuff we have to do. We can remember this place. Perhaps we can come back later. We can put a quest like blip down. So when we look at our map, it'll be like quest here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we we should go. Uh, I mean, if if we could get in easily, that'd be one thing, but I mean, we have more pressing issues at hand, so... Man! I mean, ugh. Okay. We should go. We should go. Okay. You guys continue moving? Yeah. This goes against every part of my being, but yes, we gotta go! Ah, uh, you guys reluctantly start making your way out of this clearing, continuing on through the passageway, and over the the day that you've been trekking, it has been going upward mm-hmm. slightly, and things are getting a bit chillier. Okay. Is there any way that Octavia would be able to write down what the runes looked like that were above the door? Yeah. Just tr- Roll a... I mean, she doesn't know what they say, but basically just trying to mimic their shape type of thing. Make a dex, just a dexterity. Check. Yes. Ooh, seven. Seven. <laughs> you you scroll something down. You're not sure how accurate it is. You're like, this is okay. Yeah, okay. It's like when someone tries to write calligraphy who doesn't know how to do calligraphy. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, she tried at least. So it's it's something. Okay. Uh, if you're marking down that you have that, also mark down that you rolled a seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just so I remember in the future. Okay, yeah, so you you scrawl that down real quick. Carhoon's like, uh, uh, okay, we'll see what we can do. And you guys start heading Well, can out. he try too then? I mean, if he's like watching me do this, if anything, he's... Sh- nah, Carhoon's, he's a scholar, not a writer. Right, uh, true, but I'm like, I feel like Scholar would be better able. Yeah, you already mm. you rolled. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. It's, okay. it's good. I want to roll again. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make your way out of this clearing mm-hmm. and continue on your pass, and things start going up a bit steeper mm-hmm. uh, after this, such that the air is... Thin, it's getting cold mm-hmm. on the cliff tops mm-hmm. above you. You can start to see maybe little pockets of of snow that are maybe slowly oh, wow. melting, and that it's it's cold, mm-hmm. but it's not 
you know, quite freezing, but it's right on the edge there. Mm -hmm. If, you know, weather were to come in, maybe it would get cold enough to have standing snow, maybe not. Um, But you continue making your way through the midday, through Das Midday. (laughs) What are you laughing at? Oh, nothing. Um, I'm just kicking myself that I didn't have melt into stone prepared so I could just melt into the doors and pop out the other side. I'm just kicking myself so hard. If that would have worked, which maybe it would have. True, 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 true. I'm so curious. You all continue moving. After another several hours of climbing up and twisting back and forth through these passageways, roll another perception check, both of you. Okay. Octavia rolls a 11, and Carhoon rolls a, oh my gosh, 7. Okay. Now it's your turn. You hear. Okay. How close does it sound? Yeah. yeah. It sounds closer than when you heard it. Okay. Maybe heard it Mm. during your watch. And now that you're thinking about it, you're like, did I hear that? Is it closer? Maybe it's just the wind. You're not sure. But But louder, closer than before. Okay. Octavia will again elbow Carhoon to the ribs and be like, I don't know if I heard it again or what it is that I heard, but that weird thing, that weird sound that's just like on the edge of my consciousness is, uh, if it's what I heard earlier, it's closer. Or again, it could be the wind, but this place is unsettling. But nothing jumps out. You don't see anything. Okay. And so you continue moving. Mm -hmm. And the day begins to meld and the sun begins to crest over and fall in the sky again as you've worked your way higher up and now that you've been in this passageway walking for about a day and a half you've climbed slightly higher and now above you there is snow that is not melting Mm -hmm. and things are getting definitely cold you have to pull your fur armor tight to yourself Mm -hmm. and Garoon's he's got you know, you you were both outfitted such that you will survive this. Uh, it is not that. It is not you know, Arctic level mm-hmm, cold, like but deadly it is cold. you know, snowy yeah. mountain cold. Yeah. Where if you were stupid or careless, maybe you would die. Yeah, but you, no, that won't happen, surely. <laughs> so we're as the sun is starting to go down, we're gonna kind of mm-hmm. keep our eyes open again for another little rocky outcropping or something that could be some sort of shelter from from the cold mm-hmm. and that's like a defensible position okay roll a pres- or, uh, roll a survival check okay. um, Octavia rolls a 17 it was almost a natural 20 and then it plopped over and then Carhoon will roll a ooh 13 you guys begin searching for a place to get out of the cold for the night and you rolled pretty well. You managed to find another sort of um, inlet, a little outcropping in these stony walls mm-hmm. that you can hunker in. It's not as deep as the one you were in previously, but it should provide you a decent amount okay. of, of shelter. Anything is better but, than nothing at this point. Uh, as you're making your way over towards it, 
uh, something catches your eye on like a little mow, a little pile of snow. The the ground isn't covered, okay. but there's some some piles and mounds along the sides where it's maybe fallen from higher cliff sides mm-hmm. above. A little pile of snow catches your eye, and as you examine it, you see there's a nice little dollop of crisp white, crystally snow, and in the center is is that a a pop? <gasps> Maybe, maybe, maybe it just felt kind of weird. You're not entirely sure. Can I look more closely at it? You're looking pretty closely. Okay. And the snow is sort of like it's it fell, so it's kind of smushed mm-hmm. and it's cold, but it's it's not super cold. So maybe it's melted and frozen over again. So it's not the clearest, but maybe that's an imprint of something. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Octavia will point it out to Carhoon, but not really say anything, because it's just like, is this a paw print? We don't know. <laughs> this place is messing with our senses. <laughs> but you have this little little outcropping, little cave-ish thing mm-hmm. to make your, make your night in. So you guys bed down again, and are you doing watches again? Yes. I also have a quick question. Can I... Mm-hmm have a spell that requires concentration while I'm resting? No. No. Okay, that's what I figured. Well, what spell? Basically, I was thinking of conjuring a just another animal to be another watch um, to kind of help be another set of eyes and ears and, and a nose with maybe their heightened senses. But uh, conjure animals is concentration, so I'm like, if I'm sleeping or yeah, I don't think that would make sense. Okay, that's why I thought. Just wanted to double check. So regardless of being able to use the spell, um, we'll do similar watches to what we did last night. Um, Carhoon will start with the first watch, and then we'll go back and forth from there. Um, I mean, definitely while you're sleeping, you cannot. Right. And I'm sleeping first, so. Okay. So, if Karun is watching first, then yeah, no, you, you could not. Sounds good. So, Karun takes first mm-hmm. watch as you bed down. Have Karun roll a perception check. Okay. He rolls a... Oh my gosh, a seven. Okay. Karun notices nothing. Yeah. But after a while, he wakes you, and you take your watch, mm-hmm. and you may also roll me a perception okay. check. Okay. Uh, Octavia rolls a... A natural one for a total of seven. Hmm. You... Notice nothing. <laughs> oh, a surprise, surprise there. <laughs> oh, man. Not been rolling well. Mm-mm. So night passes. Maybe you're both like, hey, great. Didn't hear anything. Yeah. Tonight. That's that's good. And morning comes. Okay. You're both a little bit cold, mm-hmm. both a little bit chilly. Probably not the most restful mm-hmm. night, but enough. Break camp. Begin continuing on. You're thinking you should get out either... Uh, late today or early tomorrow, okay. hopefully, to have passed through these mountains. But who knows? We might all die! Maybe everyone will die! So you guys continue making your way. Travel, okay. travel, travel. Montage, montage, montage. <laughs> Eventually, after several hours, again, probably around noonish. And we're uh, going to still c- keep eyes out for additional mushrooms just because it's like rather have more to offer than less. Okay. Roll another nature check okay. for both y'all. Uh, Octavia rolls a 
11 and Carhoon rolls a 3. Uh, you you don't find anything other than like run of the mill. Okay. Portobello's. Right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> make some burgers, make some a veggie wrap, veggie bun, portobello burger. Gross. You. Ugh. That's honestly, I'm I'm getting a little bit hungry, so that sounds delicious. I'm really hungry. So you guys keep your eyes open for mushrooms, mm-hmm. but you keep wandering along. You don't find any. Okay. After a few hours of walking through the crisp morning air, it's still cold. Your feet are crunching through mm-hmm. patches of snow. Okay. Ahead of you, you see another, uh, not a clearing, but another sort of, not just sheer passageway. Ooh. You see that there's sort of like a, a chasm oh. through these mountains that... There's a large, almost another passage that's bisecting this one, causing there to be a a great, yeah, chasm, gap, fall. And stretched across is a classic, (gasps) good old-fashioned, rickety, D&D, very cliche and standard Mm -hmm. rope bridge. Oh my gosh. What adventure worth their salt doesn't have a classic rickety rope bridge? (laughs) You see that spanning maybe 50 or so Mm -hmm. feet across this uh, chasm that stretches down. You can maybe see the bottom. It's filled with sharp rocks and other splotches of ice and snow and just not not a pleasant place to go through and you can feel it's sort of forming a wind tunnel Uh, you can see it in front of you there's fast moving winds buffeting their way through this this chasm and the rope bridge is sort of swaying okay as it blows through okay what do you do so making sure that I understand this correctly like so we're going forward and it opens up and the the floor drops out from under us, and then there's this bridge that uh, spans that uh, pit underneath us. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So how you far across is this pit? About 50 feet. Okay. How deep is this pit seam? Very deep. Very deep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do- at least at least a hundred feet? Oh my gosh! Okay, can I see how rickety this bridge is? Um, you can roll an investigation, but it looks pretty rickety. Okay, we're gonna both uh, both Carhoon and Octavia are gonna go up and try to like inspect it a little bit to see how passable it may or may not be. All right, you said investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Octavia rolls a six. Carhoon rolls even worse for a six as well. Carhoon's like, this bridge seems fine, right? <laughs> he like goes to like put his foot on the first rung type of thing. Like, oh, yes, this is this is perfect. Yes, this will be fine. Uh, um, yeah, you can't really tell much. I mean, it, it, you're generally like, it looks pretty rickety just by the way it looks, but also... I mean, apparently the Grot know of this, and maybe they use it, so it's got to be functional, right? Right? Maybe, right? As you're standing at the edge of this, both of you make another perception check. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Okay. Octavia rolls a 17, and Carhoon Uh rolls a 14. 
Uh, for the first time, both of you sort of, both of your ears perk up and you both make eye contact and Carhoon's eyes are like, wide. <laughs> as you both hear a, <laughs> but it sounds like it's coming from everywhere. Like oh, that's all around terrifying. You. And it's loud, like it's, there's not mistaking this <gasps> for wind. It sounds very, very close. Okay. What do you do? Uh, Octavia will look at Carhoon and be like, this isn't one of your brethren from Montignon. It doesn't sound like that, does it? Uh, I, I don't, I mean, may, wolves generally sound the same, okay. but... I wasn't sure if they sounded creepier. different. I don't know if you, they sounded different. And you could be like, ah, oh, yeah, that's Jerry. Type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. I'm also okay. a, a, a werebear, not a werewolf, so well, yeah, things but are a bit different. There, but uh, they turned each other. I don't speak and, wolf. Okay, okay. Just just checking, just checking if it was Jerry, so okay, cool. Um, Carhoon, I want you to um, get on my back. You're a little small. I know. Uh, just jump on and... As she's saying that, Octavia is going to sprout her wings, and okay. she's like, w- uh, we'll see how far we can make it across, because I think this is safer than trusting that bridge. As you begin to sprout your wings, and Carhoon is going to wait for you to do that before mm-hmm. he tries to piggyback on you. <laughs> he feels kind of weird about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, understandable. I'm t- relatively petite. But as these winds are rushing in front of your face and there's little bits of like snow and mist sort of foo, 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 mm-hmm. flying by, you think you see a shape <gasps> on the other side of the bridge. <gasps> it looks like a big white wolf. Oh no! But then you hear the crunch of snow coming from behind. <gasps> Carhoon turns. Do you turn? I turn. You think you see the shape. Of a big white wolf. Oh my gosh! Oh, so there are two of them? And we'll pick up here. No! Oh my gosh! I did not think that there would be two. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. A great way for us to grow and reach more people like you is for you to share us with your friends. So please tell your cat about us, your mom, your dad, your siblings, and anyone who you think might be interested in our story. Uh, We're also active on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us at and a die podcast be sure to send us a message telling us how you what you think about the show and we always try to respond to each message that we get catch y'all next week 